0: This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. It's time to become bully-proof so we can live our best kicking life. As we know, life ain't all sunshine and rainbows, and bullying is a real problem that negatively affects millions of kids, parents, teens, adults every single day, but... There's a solution, and the good news is you found it. The Grogan's Bullyproof and Kickin' Life podcast. So get ready to be empowered with hope and self-confidence to believe in yourself to become bullyproof and live your best kickin' life. Thanks everyone. Master Grogan here. Hope you're having a fantastic day. Well, welcome back to another exciting Grogan's Bullyproof and Kickin' Life podcast live stream, baby. Well, today is the Spotlight Show, and we've got another amazing guest on the Spotlight Show. Now, those that are watching, you're able to see who that amazing guest is. Those that are just listening to the podcast, which airs on the following Monday, well, obviously you're going to get to hear all this, which is fan terrific, but I always encourage you to tune in 1 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on Thursdays when we actually record the Spotlight Show, and you can see our, our amazing guest and interact by asking questions, following along, and uh, I always try and prep uh, a couple days before who the guest is going to be on the show, and you'll see that uh, on all our channels. Now we're broadcasting live to uh, goodness gracious Facebook, uh, all our pages and groups, in Facebook, uh, YouTube, our YouTube channels, Grogan's Bullyproof, uh, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Twitch. Now I. I'm not even sure. I, well, I guess I have an account that we set up some time ago, but it's going there too. So if you're watching on uh, one of those platforms, thank you so very much uh, for, for joining us. Let's get right on in. Who do we have here? Once again, if you're able, if you're watching, you can see, and maybe you know this young lady, maybe you don't, but I'm going to pump her up and tell you all about her. And she's going to be hitting you with some right hooks of reality, especially our, our female entrepreneur friends out there. She's going to be speaking your language and men out there. I tell you what, what we talk about, being humble enough to learn from everyone. So check that ego, listen in, and you can always pick something up from somebody uh, as far as growth, as far as development, the struggles they went through, and where they, and what they did to get to where they're at now. So who do we have? We have an entrepreneur and I, who has rebelled against the status quo to design the life she wants, not the life that society says she or her family or anybody else is supposed to live. And that's her whole brand, what she talks about permission is directed to the point. We strive to inspire. I like to say strive to give you a right hook of reality and say live the life that God has intended for you to live. Yeah. Well, she's a small town girl who's passionate about personal and professional growth, financial, leadership, parenting, youth, marriage, life. Pretty much covered it all there, didn't she? Yeah. She's a, an entrepreneur, a speaker, a coach, a Ziggler trainer, a discertified trainer, and she spent the last 20 years perfecting being her own game changer in business and life and has now designed the life she wants. And that's what she's going to talk about and share with us today. In her words, honestly, I've rebelled against this mentality. In owning two successful businesses, she stays involved with her church and her communities, and she loves helping and defining others achieve their goals as well. And your goals, as she says, may be different than her goals. That's okay. You know, you may be just starting off in business, or maybe you've been in business for your whole life be humble enough, and you can learn something. And most importantly, learn to be who you were born to be and design the life that you want to live, not the life that society thinks it's going to dictate for you. Who am I talking about? Well, look at this lovely lady on the screen here. Miss Dusty Stenner, <laughs> to a tongue tied at the end there. I had it right and then blah, blah, blah. Well, Dusty, how we doing?
1: Well, we're doing great. Thank you so much for having me. This is awesome. A great opportunity. Thank you.
0: Well, you're very, very welcome. So I do the best I can to kind of, uh, I don't know, stalk your Facebook page and your website and then the bio that you send me to put together the the best lead-in I can because every time I'm on a show, uh, of course, the first thing somebody says, hey, tell us a little bit about yourself. And I, it, it's always like, okay, you don't mind doing it, but I don't know, being humble, you're not going to brag upon yourself as much as you should. So I try and do that for you. But if I've missed anything, please fill in the gaps for us.
1: Well, I'm not sure you missed anything, but first and f- foremost, I am a servant. I try to live a faith-filled life and, and raise my kids to do the same. And I've been a wife of 20 years, so my husband and I just celebrated our 20th year of marriage, and we have five awesome, crazy, amazing kids. And and I, I kind of have this thing now as a parent is every time like they do something stupid or they do something like, you know, pretty much all kids are going to do at some point. Those are all lessons that they learn, but but it's kind of like a running joke now. It's like, they don't really get in trouble. I just ziggler them. <laughs> so I use my Ziggler training to help be a better parent. I use really everything that I do to better be a better person, a better parent, a better mentor, a better boss, a better, um, you know, just better at everything. And I'm not great, but you don't have to be great to start, but you gotta start to be great, right? So I am starting every single day, fresh with a great attitude, with a new attitude and a new perspective. And I just try to help encourage others to do the same.
0: Oh my gosh. What do you think there folks? I mean, how's that for a great start? Dropped a couple Ziggler quotes, right, right, off the bat here. And she's a, a fellow Ziggler sister. And so was her brother or her brother, <laughs> her my husband. My brother also. Your brother also? Oh my yeah, he gosh. He just
1: went through ZLC.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. And ZLC for our new friends is Ziggler legacy certified uh, uh, coach and trainer. And uh, but yeah, I met uh, the class I was in. Her husband Brandon was in, and uh, what an amazing human being as well. So the whole family is a part of it, and then the kids get Zieglerfied <laughs> as well when they do what kids do, which is mess up. And I see friends popping up on the screen here. Please don't don't be don't be shy. Don't be afraid to say hi. Uh, it, and I'm sure you have kids that uh, you just learned something right off the bat there. That they're gonna goof up. They're gonna screw up. They're kids. We did the same thing. But uh, instead of getting upset and get mad, get ziggler on them. So that was that's very good, <laughs> Well, um, give a, uh, a shout-out to your wonderful husband and uh, um, your, your five kiddos there. Everybody loves hearing their name on the air. So please call them out All right, in a well, good way.
1: <laughs> well, my husband, you know, he's okay. I think I'll keep him around for a little bit longer. Uh, but, no, he really is. Decades, I, I
0: <laughs> you've had a pretty good trial run, right? It, the sample size is pretty good.
1: absolutely he he really is he's just a tremendous human being and and brandon and i we started dating whenever i was 17 years old so two weeks before i graduated high school we started dating and um, gosh i mean i think i'll just keep him around for another 20 to 25 years and hopefully longer than that because he he's just incredible He, he works in the oil field so he was working in the oil field as a roughneck for 18 years and You know i am just naturally and i say naturally obviously i've trained myself over the years but i became a very positive person in high school and junior high just through life experiences themselves it's it's so much easier to be positive than to just bring all the negative baggage with you so i just chose that at a very early age and and my husband was always in the beginning the glass half empty type of person i was the glass half full type of person and you know he just didn't have any chance. You know he eventually became the glass half full, and he's probably just as much as positive as I am, if not more positive, and just a tremendous father and husband, and just just an incredible human being. And my kids. So my oldest is seventeen. His name is Coda, and um, he he made um, a error in decision decision making a couple years ago, and that was actually whenever we were on our way to. Um, Ziegler conference and um, I just sat down my husband and I just sat down with Tom Ziegler and I get a phone call about my son I'm like oh my gosh so we got in the car we drove two hours went back dealt with that and I texted Tom I think it was like midnight Tom Ziegler I texted him and I was like Tom I'm like look Coda made like a really bad decision but I feel like you know he's okay now so do you mind if we come back and bring him with us he's like no absolutely not bring him so um, he um, he made a very bad choice and drank like a half a bottle of crown. He never drank in his life, but drank a half a bottle of crown and passed out and ended up in the emergency room. Well, so the next day he willingly, willingly set through <laughs> Ziegler conferences all day and um, had a one-on-one with a couple of the other Ziegler um, people, Tom being one and then Dwayne Owens, um, it, just another credible human being that's uh, yeah. through the Ziegler um, community as well. And You know, just had a one-on-one with him. And I learned, like, that was a learning point. And, you know, because Coda's our oldest. And that was such a learning experience for me as a parent, because I don't want my kids to be perfect. I don't want them to make all the great decisions. I want them to make mistakes while they're still at home, so we can help them learn how to deal with those, how to accept that they made a mistake, how to not make that same mistake again. And it was just very humbling to have him around the, the Ziegler community and family. Um, Whenever he made such a bad choice in judgment, Um, but now I mean he he definitely has a whole new perspective of alcohol and makes so much better choices, and it's just kind of cool to to see your oldest son be like that and be zigglerfied, if you will. Zigglerfied. Yeah. So my second son, so he's Cohen. He's 15, about to be 16, and um, he is into all things country. (laughs) He makes custom knives and just builds really anything that you can think of he's just an amazingly smart human being and um, our daughter faith so she is um gosh she's 11 about to be 12 going on 30. (laughs) and then our two little ones farah who's seven almost eight and then cole who just turned six on monday or on tuesday so um so yeah we have a house full so six to seventeen years of age. And we just have fun. We just want to live life. We want to make mistakes. We want to learn from those. And we want to, you know, teach other people and inspire other people to do to do the same.
0: Oh, so incredible. So incredible. Well, a a wonderful, lovely home of fun, excitement, adventures and zigglerification every single day, I'm sure. And and, and folks, and I got a bunch of people once again, uh, thank you so very much for taking the time to be on here. As I, as I always promise you, I'm going to bring the best guest on in order to share real-life experiences. They're going to always transparent, and I know a lot of times you, you hear the list of accolades and, or you see the write-up that I put on uh, social media there, and you, a lot of times people will, will text me or message me and say, yeah, I just, you know, I'm kind of intimidated by your guest. I'm like, well, wait wait till you yeah, – the accolades is all the things they've achieved, the success they've gone through. But I promise you, I'm going to share with people that are transparent and honest, just like Dusty shared with with you know her son. You know, uh, I I know when I was a teenager, I was a knucklehead. My my teenage son made a couple of knucklehead decisions as well. And as much as part of us want them to be perfect, that's an unreal unrealistic expectation, and that actually sets too much pressure on them. So you know, if you brought them up right, it, it, it in communicate clearly and our ABCs to become bully proof to see, continue to communicate with your kids and when they screw up, yes, discipline them but talk to them about it, that's something my parents really didn't do the best job with me and I had to learn as I go and uh, a lot of other guests have shared that as well, you're trying to learn to help be a better parent than maybe my parents did the best they could, I love them but I want to be an even better parent, by listening to Dusty her story and and all our other guests we're going to do everything we can to empower you to let you know that kids are going to mess up but If you catch it early enough, and as Dusty said, have a mess up when they're at home. Therefore, you can help them build back from that goof up as opposed to when they're on their own. And I always like the example is, you know, you tell your kids don't touch the stove because gosh darn thing's hot. Well, sooner or later, just like you or I did, you touch the dang thing. Oh, my gosh, why did I listen? So your kids, don't be drinking. What are you doing? Well, they do. They have a bad experience. Well, it's better to learn now than to be behind the wheel of a car. So that's how we live and learn. Dusty, thank you so much for being so transparent and sharing uh, all well all the experiences and love and your family. And then so back to uh the, the man here, Brandon. When when you guys first, Brandon, when you guys first met, you were seventeen years old, and uh, throughout I guess the rest of high school, and you've been together ever since.
1: Yeah, I was seventeen years old, so it was two. So so I'm not stupid. I know. So I was a daddy's little girl, and my dad raised myself and my two older brothers, and Brandon was a couple years older. Well, it was only four years difference, but when you're 17 and he's 21, in a daddy's eyes, you know, it's a little bit different perspective as far as like where we are now. So, so I made sure that, you know, we didn't really start dating until two weeks before I graduated high school. Because I mean, like, really, what was my dad going to tell me at that point? Like, I can't, I'm going to kick you out of the house. I mean, like, what is he really going to do? And, you know, so it was very strategic and smart of me to wait until then, because I still enjoyed my senior year instead of being grounded all the time. <laughs> so, so, I, um, I wonder how Barry was to react
0: with, uh, with your daughter's first boyfriend. That, that's, that's the telltale sign, because I know I probably didn't react as well as I, I could have and should have with uh, Madeline. She's uh, to be 19 next month and uh oh my gosh
1: <laughs> it's
0: tough yes. on dads I can't imagine uh yes. wow, thing. I'm it's, not, it's kind of a running it joke
1: it. right now because it's or not right now back then because even back then my dad was like you just wait one day <laughs> so yeah our 12 year old I think that we're yeah it'll uh, be interesting
0: <laughs> they, they 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 call that uh, uh I always call it the mama curse or the daddy curse and it's, it's yeah, when, when you get older, you're going to have somebody who acts just like you, or you're going to have the experiences and know exactly what I went through. And we'll see how you handle it.
1: <laughs> yes, and she is just like me. And, and I feel like that's why we named her Faith <laughs> to start with. So she would keep her faith, we would keep our faith, and we just have a tremendous amount of faith, and we'll get through it. So
0: uh, the planning and the, and, the, and the naming process. So you definitely had a plan going.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, for sure.
0: We have faith, please faith. Uh, that's good. Well, and, and with, with with Madeline, I, I just shared this story the other day on a on a uh, podcast or video interview or something I was on, and it's talking about kids. And I said, uh, I raised Madeline to be a very strong, spirited young lady. She's been in martial arts. I mean, <laughs> she grew up in the martial arts studio. Uh, you know, crawling around when she could. She first learned to crawl on same with all my kids, and uh, but now she's strong and she's spirited and it's everything you wanted but I got a reminder. Look, sweetheart, I raised you that way to be strong and spirited to the world or any guy out there that ever tries to be disrespectful to you. Don't, don't use that strong will against dad. Come on now. <laughs> we got to connect here. But of course there is no differentiation between that. She's strong willed. She's bullheaded, And, uh, which I love that about it, but I don't love it when we butt heads. It, it's like, wait a minute, you can't use this against me now. So, uh, just with faith, if, if uh, she's strong spirited like mom, I'm sure you're gonna have to cross that bridge.
1: <laughs> yes, she she already does. So, so they're they're very familiar with all my Z- Ziegler and life philosophies and you know my thoughts and perspectives of, of everything. But they also keep us very humble because you know, my oldest son, so Coda, um, you know, we we have done a couple of things here in the office that were very successful in a very short period of time. And I shared with them one time. And I forget really exactly what I was telling him, but I was sharing him, you know, what happened and within a week, like what we accomplished. And he just looked at me and he was just like, why, why would people pay you money to do something like that? And I'm like, well, because some people see value in the things that, you know in my, in my thoughts and perspectives in life. And he's just like, I don't get it. So. Oh, that is the,
0: the, 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 uh, uh, the realism, the truthfulness, the honesty of, of, of kids. Uh, that is yes, fantastic. very much so. And uh, uh, it's kind of funny with with the martial arts industry, you know, for the longest time, and and this is my parents, but once again, I love them to death, but I I ain't kidding. When we uh, forever, they would always ask, Richie, are you still playing karate? (laughs) Yeah, I actually playing karate and I get paid to do it. Unbelievable, right? Richie, are you still uh, playing, speaking and talking? (laughs) That was kind of their point. And uh, uh, even from a parent's point of view or my parent's point of view, and uh, I mean, our kids growing up, yeah, that, that was like, people ask, what do your, your, your parents do? Uh, they teach karate and run a karate place. <laughs> you know, as their kids, they don't get it. And no. uh, now they're a little bit older. And uh, now, now what do your parents do? Well, my dad writes a book and talks all the time. And, uh, you know, he does this Ziggler stuff. And <laughs> yeah. they're a little more formal than that. But uh, uh, that, that's, that's kind of what I hear a lot of the time. And just like your son said, people actually pay you for that? What's wrong yes. with people? What? and uh, yeah, well, he's course, like i
1: just don't get it
0: <laughs> okay because you're fun loving mom and dad right i mean that's the you're, you're just a lot fun and it's like well they're used to it that's all they've known their whole life and uh and, and as kids they well think about it as even as adults you think that's how things are that, well, it's, it's, very in,
1: it's very interesting because i'm just a natural person at this point i say natural but like i train myself early on so i'm a natural person at this point to where like if there's any challenge any negative thing i just it's its just natural to turn that into a positive or see what the potential in a positive way could be the outcome so that's been very annoying for my kids like just for like something happens i just spin it into something positive just instantly so so my oldest and, and really all my kids but they've always complained about that and my oldest son whenever he got his first job a few years ago and it it was with one of my clients and my client, she was like, do you realize how much your son is just like you? Like he talks like you, he, you know, he, he spins everything into a positive. So I told him, I was like, see, like mindset works. Like you have to think a certain way to, you know, be like that. And it's just natural for them. So that was a cool parenting moment for me to see that, you know, I, I, always parented them like that but you never really know like it's up to them to really choose to be the type of person they want to be but you lay that foundation for them and it's just it's a game changer and truly um, all my kids are true game changers but it's just interesting whenever you can really see that in action and other people see it and not just from you
0: oh that's fantastic and you know that the whole goal of everything i've kind of said since day one what we're trying to do at the academy obviously that's why we're in such great alignment with the the company we keep with the Ziegler family and, uh, uh, well, uh, Tom and Cindy and Julie and Lori majors. And I mean, it's just such an incredible family and, and that's just kind of the Ziggler name there at Ziggler headquarters that thousands of other people we've, we've uh, connected with to the Ziggler family, which leads to other like, uh, Bob Bodine, I, was, I had a chance to chat with him the other day. He's going to be on the podcast coming up and, uh, just so many other connections, but it, it, it's, um, empowering our kids to be not only productive members of society, but I always like to say stand out from the crowd, you know, and how do you stand out from the crowd? One, you have to be confident and courageous and believe in yourself, but you have to have that internal fortitude and strength and belief in yourself in order to do it. Because oftentimes too many people just want to blend in with the crowd and just follow along blindly and mindless, if you will, simply because it's the easy thing to do and it doesn't draw any attention to you in in, in any way. But in order to, I believe, be the God-given gift that you uh, were meant to be, you've got to be willing to stand out in a crowd. It's not easy. But by planting the right seeds in your kid's mental garden early and often, that's what helps. And as a parent, you always think, you always wonder, you always hope. <laughs> that's what's happening. And then when you have a moment like you just explained there, Dusty, that, 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 gosh darn, that gave me goosebumps hearing it simply because obviously that's what you want as a parent for your for your child, or your kids there, to help them be that. So. Thank you so much. And we got all kinds of friends popping up again and uh, hearts and smiles and uh, thumbs ups. And uh, uh, that's the kind of kids I want. That's the, uh, yeah, how do I do that to make my kids well? Just keep listening. We're sharing it with you. We're being transparent here on, on how to make it happen. But also remember that your, your kids, or kids are kids they are probably going to goof up. You just re, uh, remember to connect and communicate with them on a way to help them learn from that example so they can do a, you know, a better job and make a better choice moving forward. Good stuff wowzers so um uh let's let's say well there's there's no really because a lot of times i have guests on they'll say what's the exact format i said well i I used to have a kind of a regiment and thing with with my add and adhd i would miss all the points i would drift off course would be talking about parents and then kids and then talking about jobs so what i like to do is just have a conversation back and forth but at times Actually, get back to the notes I've wrote out to make sure we stay a little on topic. So we strive to inspire. Well, obviously, you already explained how you do that with your kiddos there, and your kids can't believe that people actually pay you money to to do that because that's all they're used to. But and you said you've always kind of been the half, glass is half full. And Brandon, we had to work on him. Well, I was I always wanted to be positive, but I, I know in my heart that I wasn't always as positive as I wanted to be. And then 2012, when I first heard of this guy named Zig Ziglar, and unfortunately that's the, the, the year he passed away, I was watching a webinar and a lady kept bringing up uh, Zig Ziglar quotes and said, you know, he passed away this week and my heart goes out, he's a mentor, and I'm like, who the heck is this guy? So that's when I was first introduced to uh, Ziglar and the philosophy. And I remember immediately popping those uh, discs, and the first disc I bought was a seven-disc set, uh, one of the last books that Zig narrated, better than good. And I remember putting it, in, it was a year I quit my teaching job and uh, really pursued the, uh, the, the academy full time. And I would pick my kids up from school. Now I'd pick them up and would normally rock out on the radio, but now I got Zig Ziglar's better than good disc in. And it's the last one he narrated. So it was a little slow, but I remember picking the kids up and uh, them looking at each other and going, dad, what the heck is this? And me kind <laughs> of yelling at him say, "Hey, it's Zig Ziglar. It's good for you. You're going to listen to it. And uh, maybe not the best approach there, but that—that's the honest and goodest truth. But now they're able to narrate and quote Zig Ziglar, uh, probably almost better than I can. Even at my 13-year-old, they get it. And it's all about planting those seeds in, in the in the mind there. So you've done that with your kids, and obviously that's what you do with business and growth, and what you've done with your life in regards to you know not following in line with the status quo, but maybe share uh, um, some experiences with some, and, and you know obviously two person with your clients. But somebody that maybe uh, comes to you for a first time and says, what, I really want to change. I really love your attitude. I really want to do better. But, man, I'm not exactly sure this is me or, or I want to be an entrepreneur. Kind of uh, present yourself on somebody listening who would really be uh, uh, able to help out in some way, shape, or form.
1: OK, well, I'm, I'm going to go back and kind of touch on something that you, um you know, you kind of brought up again, like my husband being the glass half empty kind of person. And I was glass half full and he's naturally came over to the glass half full. But but I want to share that something that I really think is tr- a true game changer mentality. And what I mean by that is uh, when you can change the way you do, the way you speak to help inspire others is, is truly game changer whenever that's aligned with your core values and mission in life. So whenever, you know, my husband was just naturally always like that. We've been together for 24 years, married for 20 years, but that's just always who he was. Well, whenever I started dating him, that was who he was. So why would I get into a relationship seeking to change him? So I never tried to change him. I just loved him for who he was. I never, you know, thought I was like, oh, he needs to change his attitude to fit mine. He needs to change this to fit my lifestyle. It was never that. And, and I feel like if you're, ever in a relationship, or if you're ever in an environment to where you feel like everybody else needs to change around you, that is the wrong environment. And that's the wrong attitude. And whenever you seek to inspire versus seek to change, the reality is it changes. But you can't just tell people, oh, you need to change. You need to be this way. You need to do these things because that's just not what life is about. So whenever, just through the years and and probably I would say, I guess it was after our third kid was born, whenever he, Brandon really had this breakthrough to where he was just this naturally, oddly, cause I just wasn't used to it, super positive person. And I was just like, oh, like he changed, but I loved him for who he was to start with. And I never sought to change him. I just inspired him to change through my words, through my actions, through the way I handled life, during work hours, you know, how I overcame things, obstacles and stuff like that during work. Um, and, and listening, you inspire by listening too, because whenever you just truly listen to somebody and you truly love somebody and you don't seek to change them, you seek to inspire them. it's 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 humbling, but it's beyond an experience that I can that I can really express whenever you see that happen in somebody and change the trajectory of their life. and he's been able to, affect so much t- change through his work environment as well. And, um, and so so I just wanted to kind of share that a little bit, too, because I feel like that's truly what we're all here on Earth. It's just to inspire people, you know, help people be better than they were yesterday. Help your kids be better than they were yesterday. Um, touching on the kid thing um, again, because, you know, my, my oldest is 17. But even whenever he was young, like I knew, and this was prior to my Ziegler training, but I knew even before that, that the way you wake your kids up and the way you put your kids to sleep it, it is a game changer. If you're rushing in the morning and you're late and, and you know, you're, you're yelling and the kids are yelling and everybody's frustrated, isn't that an awful way to start your day? I mean, don't you think they're going to go to school and the first person that they see that kind of just is a little bit rude, they're just going to shove them down, which is really where the bullying thing comes into, Right. Well, I don't really think there's like just a ton of true bullies out there. I just think it's their environment, and they don't know any different. So if you can change your environment at home, and you change how they wake up and how they start their morning, whenever they go to school, their first conversations they have with with other kids or with teachers or with admin is is so much more respectful. And whenever they go to bed at night, same thing. I mean, if you're putting them in bed late, and you're rushing, and you're yelling, and you're trying to get everything done. Isn't that an awful way to go to bed? You know, so so really think about that. Like if you truly want to be a game changer in your life, as far as internally, whenever you work on yourself and you put that work into yourself and you put that work into your mindset and your attitude, it truly affects everybody around you without trying to change them. You change yourself. But by changing yourself and your attitude and your mentality or mentality on things, it truly changes all those around you, and and it's just such a humbling experience to see that you had that little bit, the little bit that you worked on yourself had such a magnitude of effect. So I just want to kind of share that um, a little a little bit before we kind of got into the work thing. Oh so I mean, any questions on that, Rich?
0: Gosh, that is it, 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 right there, gold nugget. <laughs> those watching, sure. listening, write that down because uh, I, I'll be transparent. I was not always, uh, I would be a late night owl uh, when I was, uh, I guess, the heart of the business there. I taught PE for 11 years. So I'd uh, get up 6.30 in the morning, rush off to school, teach eight or nine PE classes, go to the academy, teach four or five classes, work on business work, come home, eat dinner at, you know, one or two in the morning. And the only time I'd see my kids, I'm yelling at them because there's socks left on the floor because they're not being disciplined enough to pick up after themselves. And then get up in the morning and do it all over again. So it was, and then my first year when I quit the teaching and was Mr. Mom trying to run the business, it was kind of the same thing. And uh, I'm being transparent because I did not do a very good job. It was a rush, chaotic mess, getting the kids to school in the morning. And then at night, it it, it, it wasn't what it needed to be. And my wife, uh, who was always super optimistic and super positive, pretty much told me something's got to change here. And uh, that's when I kind of Well, out of desperation, (laughs) I started seeing this uh, Zig Ziglar stuff and then the mindset stuff. And that's what helped me become a much, much better person. That's my prayer every day to be a better father, husband, leader, coach, speaker, uh, author, trainer. What can I do to be a better person to empower others to be better or to inspire, as you mentioned there? But it wasn't always like that. But I I do know, looking back, my gosh, and especially now hearing you, you gave me goosebumps. And then uh, uh, it, it made me really reflect on I wonder how many parents and, uh, you know, and I, I wanted to be a good person. You know, I thought I was a good person, but I certainly wasn't doing the very best I could to make the best experience for my kids in the morning or in the evenings. So the fact that just sharing that, does that is powerful beyond words because, and you're right, bullying is a learned behavior. It's uh, it, it, It's something people pick up on by how they're feeling or how they've been treated. Fantastic. Thank you so much for sharing that.
1: Well, you're welcome, and I, and I'll share another story real quick about the kids too, because another I guess humbling parenting moment was about four years ago our house burned down, complete total loss. You know, you you wake up one morning, you go to work, you drop the kids off at school, and then just when you come home, you don't even have toothpaste for your kids, and you don't even have deodorant or socks to wear, and it was a very eye opening, humbling experience. But the neatest part about that experience is whenever, you know, my husband and I were there. I mean, we're watching our house burn down. I mean, we live in a small town and you see these firefighters who know you personally and they've gone to church retreats with you and they just, they have so much connection with you and your kids. I mean, they're literally going into your house and and pulling photos off the wall and carrying cabinets of photo albums out of the house to try to protect some of our memories and belongings. And we're sitting there watching this experience happen. And then my, you know, I call my dad, I'm like, hey, our house is burning down. Can you get the kids for me? I don't think I'm going to make it today." And so he goes and gets the kids and he shares with them, you know, what's happening. And then he brings them to the house and and the house is still burning and, um, and the firefighters there. I mean, it was a big house, so it was, there was just, it was a lot and um, they come and it was such a neat moment to see their reaction and what their first words were out of their mouths. Because my dad told me whenever you know he told them he was like all the kids the three older kids they were just like I'm so glad nobody got hurt you know they didn't go to like oh my gosh my Xbox or you know all all these things or belongings they were just glad that we were all as a family okay and then whenever my dad brought them out there and and they're literally watching the house I mean it was days before they even said oh mom we don't have an Xbox or oh mom like we you know we don't have you know all these things, like it was days before they even even said that. So it was such a neat experience to see how they handled such an awful, I mean, it was a total loss. So such an awful experience, so gracefully and just so um, inspiring, honestly. Because even like that was, our kids went to a private school at that time, a private Christian school, and even hearing the teachers and the pastors, you know, just see them walking in the halls, You know, the comments I got from across the board from the admin were like, you would just never guess that these kids just lost everything because they're smiling, they're happy, they're still around their friends, they're not complaining, they're not, you know, just being negative about it. You know, they were just happy we were okay. So that was was a cool parenting moment for us as well, just to see how much of an impact being positive as a parent affects your kids. Cause I, I would say that's a pretty significant life event. And, <laughs> and as a parent now, I feel so confident moving forward that if they have something in life that happens, they're going to be able to handle that, you know?
0: man. Well, God, thank you for sharing that story. Goodness gracious. And my heart goes out to you and your family once again, not well, obviously the tragedy you went through there, but the, the, it, it just is reassuring that the the seeds you plant and those little mental gardens, baby, they're going to grow into something that you want. And that's a story I talk about uh, not only in my book but uh, during every presentation. Is you know if you want strawberry seed, strawberries, you got to plant strawberry seeds. You know you want onions, you got to plant onion seeds. The same be The tr- same is true. If you want positivity, you got to continuously plant those positive seeds in those mental gardens and continue to water them over and over and over again. And, of course, on the other side, if you plant negative, well, what you plant, law sowing and reaping, it's the most basic common law in the world, is what you're going to get. And the fact that, oh, my gosh, that's another thank you for sharing another heartfelt story. Folks, if you're just tuning in, my goodness, we've got Miss Dusty on here, and she's being transparent, sharing stuff about uh, growing up with her her wonderful husband for the last 24 years, well, I guess 20 years of marriage, 24 years of connection and relationship. But uh, and then also her family and some of the tragedies and some of the things they've gone through. But by once again, how to inspire by planting the right seeds early and often on what a dramatic, profound, positive impact that that, that makes helping kids stand out in the crowd. I mean, it doesn't just happen. Dusty, thank you. OK, uh, and please, I'll give I'll turn the mic back over to you, so to speak. Uh, <laughs>
1: Well so so I'll go back to kind of the question you originally asked I just wanted to share that just because you I, remember I that, like that. I, I
0: forgot what that was so
1: <laughs> well kind of <laughs> going more towards like the work side. Um, you know going back to you know just growing into that person you know because we aren't born positive but we're not born negative it, it's our environment and our work environment is the same and whenever you know whenever I first got out of college my my first career was in pharmaceuticals. And you know, I was twenty. I was so young back then. I was twenty-one years old, and I was the youngest person in the company hired. And and I always go back because I didn't realize how significant that was, to tell you the truth. Um, you know, I was. It was.
0: I mean, you're twenty-one. That's your life, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just I just didn't know how significant that was, though, because you know, I mean, it was a large company. You know, we the thousands of sales reps, and for me to be the youngest person in the company hired, I was like, why is that a big deal? And they're like, they don't hire people in their 20s, Dusty. How do you not see that this is significant? So then I started asking myself, like, why Why did they hire me? Like, why was I different? And and, and I'll, I'll tell you kind of why I was different, and I'll share some personal stories again, is whenever I was a freshman in high school, my uncle had a um, very close uncle to me, by the way, um, had a tragic car accident, and he was he ended up being quadri um, or paralyzed you know he's a quadriplegic um there on out, and that was very humbling to see and that was like one of my very first life lessons so we are like, well, I can go down to this you know negative road to like why this happened to me, why this happened to our family, you know all the why's and and just get you know go down that rabbit hole of negativity or see the bigger picture of like why did this happen, what good can come out of this? So that's when my mindset really changed. Whenever I was a freshman in high school, well, whenever, you know, like like I mentioned, two weeks before I graduated high school, Brandon and I started dating. Well, a month after I graduated high school, my brother committed suicide, and and I go back to you know why again and like see try to see the positives in something so tragic because that was just it was an awful experience to go through. I never want anybody to go through a suicide. most of the time, whenever people decide to commit suicide, it's because they think they're helping the situation. And I try to go out there and speak and talk about suicide and just make sure if you are the person thinking about suicide, that I promise you, I don't care what the relationships are, but I can promise you, you are not helping the situation by relieving yourself um, or removing yourself. Like that does not help. That makes it so much worse. And it, it's it was just a very tragic experience to go through. Well, I, th- I think about why my brother did that, because he, he was super popular in high school. You know, he appeared to be happy, like everybody loved him. Um, he, was, he was a star football player. They won state football. Like he was he was just, you know, this really loved and well-liked guy. Why would he, of all people, commit suicide? Well, and this whole experience made me a better parent, but I'll, I'll share with you why it made me a better parent because my brother, he was that kid in high school that he could talk any teacher, he could talk any person into anything. So, you know, if he wasn't doing good in school, you know, he'd go sweet talk his teacher, oh, give me a break or, you know, whatever, and they would. Um, If he wanted something at home, he would be able to sweet talk, you know, my dad into like whatever, because he was a hard worker, he earned it, right? So nobody at, he was at age 19 years old. Nobody in his 19 years of life had ever told him no and meant it. He was able to always get what he actually wanted without um, any consequence, honestly. So nobody really told him no and meant it. Everybody's just like, oh, it's just who he is. Yeah, you know, whatever. Well, it wasn't okay because whenever he got out in the real world and somebody finally did tell him no and they meant it. You know, cause he dated this, this girl for a long time and um, she, she was wanting to move off and go to college and she was breaking up with him. He literally could not handle that because nobody told him no before and meant it. And she meant it. Cause she was like, I have my own life. I want to, you know, and they would have probably ended up getting back together, but she meant no. And he didn't know how to handle that. So, so he chose to take his own life. And as a 17 year old girl, you know, Seeing that and seeing your whole world crash around you, literally, um, you know, my, my dad fell apart. My mom fell apart. My other brother fell apart. And it was just it was really hard to get through that. But I got through that by not quitting. I got through that by by going to, like go ahead and go into college because, you know, all I wanted to do really was just like not do anything and stay at home in bed. But, but I didn't. And you know, that next semester, I was you know my freshman year in college. and and I just I went through the motions for a really long time. And then I took my first psychology class and it was learning about the grieving process because I couldn't actually grieve because I had to take care of my dad and my mom because they were falling apart. So I didn't get the chance to grieve. I had to be the rock. And thankfully, I had Brandon because he was my rock, thankfully. um but but I had to learn how to deal with that. And as a parent, It makes me understand whether it's bullying, whether it's whatever life event that they are going through, you have to teach them how to handle that. You can't teach them how to escape it. You can't teach them how to run away from it. You have to teach them how to handle it and change the circumstances and be the game changer in that situation as far as inspiring whatever the situation is, inspiring it to be better. And. And I share that story because I feel like through my experiences and in my, in my work, my professional life, whenever I became, you know, that 21 year old youngest person in the company, um, it, it was Abbott Pharmaceuticals. That was one of our parent companies. So so they're a pretty big pharma. And to be the youngest person hired in that company and then to see these qualities in me, it was overwhelming, um, to be honest, it was overwhelming to see how much. I had went through at a young age that even though I may have been 21, my maturity level obviously was not 21. You know, I had those life experiences grew me into a type of person that I did see, you know, the positive and everything, because even with my brother and obviously I would wish that that never happened um, and never happens to anybody. Like if there is one word I could remove from the dictionary, it would be the word suicide. Like I wish that word just did not exist. But that's not reality. Right. So we can't hide from it. And whenever I was the youngest person hired and I'm asking myself why, it was because I became the strong person and I, and I believed in mindset and I believed in the positive attitude and I believed I could make a difference. Even if those around me didn't believe I can make a difference. And the world tells us what we're supposed to do. So growing up, you're supposed to go to school. You're supposed to go to college after school. You're supposed to get a career career. Oh, by the way let's go ahead and get married let's have some kids let's get our mortgage let's pay that mortgage off let's raise our kids send them to school and college and then we can retire like it's all mapped out for us and i'm sorry i'm just not like like i love me some routines i love me schedules but i'm just not that robotic i'm like can't we have fun in the midst of all that and how can we kind of change life up to not just go through the motions but to help other people grow and be different and share our life experiences with other people to truly be their own game changer in life and that's the mentality I adopt as a professional and I did pharmaceuticals for eight years, loved it, Um, just wasn't willing to move um, locations to continue to grow in that industry, so I chose to get out of that industry to be a more present mom and then I became a financial advisor, so that's my primary career as a financial advisor. I've been doing that for 12 years now and what What's interesting is because as I've adopted this Ziegler coaching and, you know, I've, I'm also certified through um, there's a magazine out there, Success Magazine, and they have launched the success coaching program. So I'm one of the success coaches as well. And so as I'm incorporating all this and in, in all my life experiences and all the people that I encounter, you know, I realize a few things is we have to let go of control. You know, there, there's a book out there, it's called The Yes Attitude, it's by Jeffrey Gittimer, it's one of my first professional development books I ever read or listened to, and he says, you know, because I'm one of those people, like, you have to give me permission sometimes before I, I, I say, like, it's okay for myself to, like, let go or do whatever, And and in his book, he says, you have to retire as general manager of the universe. We cannot control everything. We cannot control circumstances. We can, cannot control people, but what we can control is ourselves. And if we just focus on that, everything else just kind of works out. So, whenever I started becoming you know this professional businesswoman, because now I own two businesses. I own my own financial franchise with Ameriprise Financial, and then I own Inspired Game Changers, which is like results training and business coaching. And and by doing that, I realized that I can be the type of person that I, I feel in, in my heart I can't be because the world tells us that you kind of fit in this box. And, and I say like, there is no box, let's just swim outside and, and do life your way, but do it the right way. As long as like you you have your foundation, you have your integrity, you have your ethics and your, if you have children, that you're raising them to be the right kind of person with a positive mindset that who at any age can handle life's challenges like your house burning down. Because whenever I I witnessed my kids, I mean, I guess that time they were 12 and younger. So they were 12 12 to 1 was was their ages. So one year old to 12. And to see those kids at that age handle something so gracefully um, was, was truly a game changer. And I want to help other people do that too. So, so I, I love this opportunity to be on your show today, Rich. So say thank you for letting me share those stories because I feel like we teach through our stories. I feel like God gives us our stories to help others either not make the same mistakes we did or to fix circumstances that maybe they're facing right now in their life.
0: But that's <laughs> <dusty>, my heart <laughs> just a, pile a minute here uh, with those amazing, wonderful stories. And we, we know, uh, that people can connect and, and, well, not to connect, but relate to stories. Maybe they haven't experienced the, some of the trauma that you have with a house burning down, a brother taking his own life, and uh, especially at such a young age um, that you're you having to, to work through that. But obviously, it's a good connection tool with others to explain why and how uh, that, that, that it's kind of a formed you, shaped you to help you become who you are in order to do what you continue to do. And as we know, I always quote Rocky, you know, the world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It'd be a mean, nasty place. And I don't care how tough you are. It'll beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. Well, we take a beating every day in life. But what you've shared uh, through all your stories and through everything you, you've talked about today is, yeah, I've been having my butt kicked. Boy, I've had my heart broken, my heart ripped out. I've had my my house burned down. My you know, brother, which I'm sure he's, he was older, so he's a mentor to you. He's a football star and, uh, you know, was able to, as teenagers there he always gets the yeses right because uh, he knows how to uh, and, and just talk to people but having you know him we never expected something tragic like that happen to him but what you've done to recover from that in order to uh to, to help you because we never know why god throws these challenges at us i mean uh, and then you get caught up in the why 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 and i know i'm plenty guilty of doing that in the past and even this sometimes today, but surrounding myself with people like you hearing your stories and the people that we are able to bless to surround ourselves with now, we understand we got to stop. Did like, Jeffrey more book, Yes to a Positive Attitude? It was one of the first books that I had read, too, and now it's a, a required reading for all our instructors. It's a nice, easy little book. Uh, and and I, the part I always remember is, you know, Jeffrey had talked about uh, uh, you can't be positive without having a yes attitude first. And he said, when you score a touchdown in football, you don't spike the football and say positive. You spike the football and say, yes. He said, that's why you got to have the yes to a positive attitude. And, uh, but yeah, the number one thing is <laughs> you got to let go of trying to be the general manager of, of the world and life and un- uncontrollable circumstances. So I'm glad you brought that up. I hadn't thought about that in a while but yes, that,
1: it
0: is one of our required books as well oh there it is <laughs> jeffrey and uh, um, i've met jeffrey uh, two different times and then oh, a wow. buddy that was actually on a 300th podcast episode this is number 315 by the way 315 um the guy that was on the 300th john rulin he uh did a little video or he actually spent time with jeffrey and they did a uh well starting off just a video it was like a two or three hour uh in-person video before the pandemic there so uh he said yeah jeffrey's just like and i've met him a couple times jeffrey uh he's the book he's a a goofball but uh he's a fun loving guy but he's directly to the point in regards to uh um what he means by sales and what he he talks about in life he doesn't pull any punches
1: well and i think too like um whenever i first listened to this book and i I first listened to this book it's been probably 15 years ago um but i I listen to it at least once or twice every year. So my kids have listened to it too. So I feel like listening to this book has really kind of shaped their attitudes as well. Because I remember whenever my oldest son, he was probably like five, maybe. And I had it on in the car. And he's like, Mom, they're talking about attitude. And then we just had a conversation about attitude. So so the things that you have on in your car, like kids listen to. So make sure it's something positive.
0: Yeah, well, and it, it, like I said, my kids now can quote Zig Ziglar simply because of that. But it's the same thing, uh, Automobile University. I'd never heard of that before, and obviously, uh, um, I, I uh, 2012. But yeah, uh, the Jeffrey Gitomer book—it it was, it was darn. I, I, I often say that up until 2012, I didn't know I could read because I chose not to because my group of influences was, you know, reading. What's that all about? And I was a, the, the, even an oddball for asking about how to, you know be an entrepreneur or be successful. And I'd owned a business since 97. Well, truth be told, the business had owned me since 97. But uh, um, no, it's planting seeds. You know, our our mind is, I call it the most fertile garden on the planet. What you put in is what you're going to get out. And lo and behold, society is going to plant enough weeds and negativity in there. We got to make sure that we're doing a good job of, of tilling those weeds out, communicating clearly to our kids, and then planting the seeds that we wanted at an early age. Now, folks that have older kids, it's never too late, <laughs> never too late. Uh, you just may have a few more weeds to dig out. I know I had 40-something-plus years of weeds to dig out before I'd ever heard any of this stuff. So a lot of those weeds that established some pretty foundational roots, uh, even today, I'm like, gosh, dang, I just dug that weed out yesterday. I got to dig it out again? Well, it's because the source has been built for so many years uh, that, that, that you got to make sure you keep digging in order to keep planting, in order to have the uh, the fruit that you want, which is the life you want. Gosh, darn, Dusty, thank you so much for sharing. Um, so uh, people have I been mean, all kinds of hearts and loves and likes and uh, uh, the, the comments of just, you know, like I said, I'll get those comments when I post, you know, your bio there. and People, well, I, I, I never thought of it that way. And not just you, Dusty. I'm not, <laughs> these are other guests who are like, man, I'm kind of intimidated by your guest. And my thought is, man, how can you be intimidated by somebody who's going to be transparent and share with you uh, how they did it, how they overcame challenges and battles and what they're doing now to inspire others. But I guess that's our own insecurities inside where we feel like uh, I'm not worthy enough, uh, you know, and, and, and how can I really learn? This person doesn't know the struggles I've gone through. Well, every guest, including yourself, has been very transparent and sharing, hey, we've gone through this too, but here's what we chose to do to look at the positive side. And even though it's not easy, to find a way to make things better because there's certain things you can control and certain things you can't. And just kind of to back up, at the, you reminded me so much of what Desi, my wife, had always tells me, you got to love people for where, where they're at. Uh, like you talked about with Brandon, you can't try and go into it that I'm going to change this person. Uh, and, and oftentimes that's, that's what I've been plenty guilty of. I'm going to change the world, and gosh darn it, like it or not, you're going to change because this is what's good for you, and I know what's good for you. Uh, that's that's the heart may be in the right place, but the brain and the communication definitely isn't. You got to make sure you love them where they are, and then communicate and give them the tools in order to make the changes uh, that they want to make in their own life. but you got to love them where they are. Gosh, darn. So h- how do people get a hold of you? Obviously, if I posted your website and things like that, but uh, um, it, tell them where you're from, the, the Texas area, and obviously nowadays with with what we're doing here now, people can connect with you anywhere across the world. Uh, to to, to help out. So even if they're not uh, in your home state or in your hometown, they can connect with you.
1: Absolutely. I mean, I truly am on a mission to inspire others. So if there's ever anything I can do, um, or even if somebody heard something that they just want some more information on, or just want somebody to talk to, I am here. I'm very approachable. I'm very easy to get a hold of. So I do have the website, www.inspiregamechangers.com no i in front of the n of inspire so just in the letter n game com, and then you know on social media connect with me um dusty sternadale on facebook um, or find my inspire game changers on facebook too and i am in the big state of texas but i do live in a super small town um, german catholic community community uh Winthurs, but our our sister city is wichita falls and that's where i house my office and my businesses um out of so um, we are very close to the Dallas, about two hours north of Dallas-Fort Worth. So we go down there quite often to either meet with clients or do some motivational speaking and stuff like that, too. So um, I'd love to connect with you guys. Um, I'm also, like I said, a financial advisor. So find me on that aspect, too. Ameriprise.com slash Dusty.Sternadel. And I'd um, love to help you guys out any way I can. And if I can't help you out, I will definitely set you up with somebody that can. So I do appreciate the opportunity to come on here today. So thank you so much.
0: Right, desi, well thank you for your time know how busy you are with five kids or six kids if you include the big guy there and uh keeping him in line
1: definitely counts <laughs> well,
0: yeah, yeah well we do and uh that's that's our our, our uh, uh thanks and i can't pray enough for the blessing of my wife desi and i'm sure brandon he better uh, i know he appreciates you but next time i see him i'm definitely going to remind him of uh, uh of the blessing you are and uh, everything you do to well but once again we help find that positive the glass is half full and you know, if it is half empty, how do we make it half full? And then fill that baby up to the top. It's always uh, looking for ways to inspire, right? Uh, not only yourself, and others. And it's, it's obviously difficult to inspire others or empower others if we're not inspired and empowered ourselves. And folks, you hear me talk. You are a product of the four to five people you surround yourself with the most. And you are 100% about the thoughts, you know, Zig talks about sometimes we need to check up from the neck up, uh, get them rid of that stinking thinking. And it's what you plant in that middle garden and what you listen to who you talk to uh, just any kind of input like that is going to have an effect in your life and uh, you know dusty mentioned about financially you know uh, right now it, it, things are well things are always rough in society in the world but it's a little tougher right now especially on the financial front so if you want to talk to her about maybe if your finances aren't where they need to be or you just have no idea i know for a number of years Uh, I had absolutely no idea what to do. I was bankrupt twice, had a house foreclosed on, and it's simply because it wasn't what I wasn't working hard enough. uh, I was just all working hard. A dog works hard chasing its tail, but if you don't work hard with a strategic plan, you're not going to get anywhere. You're just going to wear out. So I know that one of the best things I did was uh, years and years ago was uh, hire a financial advisor just to kind of point me in the right direction and chances are they're going to tell you things you don't want to hear, but you need to hear in order to have, uh, you know, a better outlook. Because what's the definition of sanity? Doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting a different result. Your finances are no different. Your positivity, your inspiration is no different. you got to surround yourself with people that know how to get you to where you need to go and maybe say the things that maybe you don't want to hear but need to hear, but do it with a loving, servient heart. And right there you got Dusty that, uh, you know, please reach out.
1: Well, I appreciate that. So so two final quotes I want to kind of close up my part with is, you know, something that I remind myself of often, because, you know, one of, one of my greatest fears, you know, in the past was public speaking. <laughs> and what do I do quite often now? So, you know, overcoming those those fears, but how do you overcome those fears? You just get over yourself, for one thing, and you have to realize you don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. So if you are that parent out there who maybe isn't starting The day off the right way with your kids or ending the day the right way with your kids. It's not too late to start. Doesn't really matter their age. Just start where you're at. You're not going to be great when you start, but you're going to start to be great. And then the other one is you can aim at nothing and hit it every single time. Right. That's right. So, Uh, you know, you just got to find that that life path and, and, you know, don't think too short-term, you know, look, look down the road, 10 years down the road, retirement, whatever that looks like, 10, 20, 30 years, just have a direction on where, where you're going and what you're going to find whenever you aim at something and you finally set that true mission in your life, you should have a mission, a personal mission statement. And whenever you finally set that mission statement in your life and you start aiming at it, you're going to be surprised how quick that you, you actually achieve that and everything changes after that. So I just wanted to wrap that up uh, and kind of share that at
0: the end. That's fantastic. You you aim at nothing, you'll hit it every single time. Absolutely. (laughs) And I guess you could say, well, it's success. (laughs) How is that success? Come on, yo. (laughs) Uh, Zig would always talk about the uh, uh, blindfolded an archer and spin them in circles. And now you beat them every time because you can't can't hit a target, you can't see. You got to have a target. And uh, oh my gosh, Dusty, thank you so very much for your time today. I know like I mentioned how busy you are and the fact that you took time out and folks. What another blessing, right? My gosh. Oh, and thank you for all the love, the hearts, the feedback. Uh, and, and Dusty thank you for being so transparent. Goodness, goodness gracious. Well folks, as always, Thursday, one o'clock Eastern Standard time. you can uh, we, we do the uh, Spotlight show. Wonderful guests like Dusty here and uh, each each week trying to bring on somebody. Is as empowering because I know how valuable your time is and the fact that you've spent time with us today I want to make sure that you walk away having value you've learned something you've got a golden nugget something you can apply something you can use or just some type of activities like I can connect that can relate to that oh I never thought of it that way humility let's talk about that's our number one black belt principle for a reason be willing and humble enough to learn from everyone and every experience and of course if you found value in this please share it with someone else And that's how we can collectively work together to make society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live. Because people that are happier, healthier, more inspired, man, they're not bullying one another. They're not shooting up schools. They're not being rude and disrespectful. They're helping others. Because people, when you feel good, you want to continue that good vibe, and you want to pass that on to someone else. And that's how we make our society bully-proof, and that's how we live our best kick in life. Dusty, God bless. Please tell your your, your your wonderful family. I said hello and love and hugs and kisses to all of them, and I hope to see you in Texas uh, um, next month at the Ziegler event. And if I don't, I will uh, uh, I know how to get a hold of you, so I'll definitely reach out.
1: <laughs> That's right. I look forward to seeing you soon, Rich.
0: Awesome sauce. Folks, thank you. God bless you. God bless your loved ones. I love you. Dusty loves you. God loves you. Just please get out there and share that love with the world. And until we talk again, you get out there and do your best. And I promise you'll be your very best. You'll become bully proof and you'll live your best kick in life. God bless everybody. Thank you, Dusty. Love you. Thank you all. Bye-bye. Bye. bye, Thank you very much for listening to another life change and episode of Brogan's bully proof and kick life. This is your Bullyproof Expert, Master Rich Grogan, reminding you to please subscribe and please share this podcast with your kids, family members, or anyone else who could benefit from this empowering message. And if you think we earned it, I kindly ask that you please remember that five-star review to let others know that you're part of the Grogan's Bullyproof and Kickin' Life tribe. And until we talk again, you get out there and do your best, and I promise, you'll become your very best to become Bullyproof, and you'll live your best kickin' life.